What's up, everybody? Today we're talking Biggie and Tupac and a lot more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. I'm finally starting to put it together. But they don't want me to find out the answers. You think the cops might have been involved in Biggie's murder? Big, this is your eternity, baby. Forever. Well, Spacey waited to die. Stay away from this case. Who are you protecting? Answer my question! Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Lives This Week. I'm your host, Dario Quiston. Joining me today is the lovely Courtney Stewart. Hey, what's up, y'all? And as you see from the trailer, we got two special guests in the house, Mr. Biggie and Mr. Tupac himself, Wavy Jones and Mark Rose in the house. What's up, what's up? What's up, y'all? Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us. I see you got the memo with all black. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know we gotta do it. (laughs) All black everything for everybody today. That's right. Yo, that show is blowing up. I mean... I can't tell you how many people I know who are watching this show and loving what you guys are doing. So first off, congratulations because you're you. killing Thank it. Thank you so much. And the way that this show is like depicting the the, the different sides of the story in this way, man, it's 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 exciting. Man. Thank it's, you, brother. It's, it's, it's Thank good you. TV. Thank you for sure. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna get into some hot topics, but we're gonna have an interview with you guys a little bit later to talk more about the the characters and the show and uh, new projects you guys are working on. Awesome. Cool. All right, so we're gonna jump right on in and we're gonna talk about mosting. Do y'all know what? <laughs> Mosting. mosting is well, I mean, okay, you I had know. to, I had to read up on mosting? this because mosting in it or no? <laughs> is it say? Anything, does it have anything to do with hosting or no? No, no? not All really. Right. But it has a whole lot to do with ghosting. Do y'all know mm. what ghosting is? Okay, get ghost. Who had the table? Who had the table on ghost to somebody? No, I never ghosted. I, I did. Oh, okay, no, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I'm so guilty. Watch out. Watch out. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes it's easier. Sometimes yeah. it's easier. Okay, so for y'all out there listening to us, um, basically what's going down is there's a new trend in dating that's happening, and they are reporting about it all over the internets these days, and a journalist by the name of Tracy Moore has coined a phrase for this new thing that people are doing, and it's called mosting. And basically what mosting is, it's mosting is basically ghosting but where in this situation before you ghost you completely love bomb the person with praise compliments and faux perfect soulmate type stuff that's cold and it's like super over the top and you're making them believe like oh my god like I can't believe I met you this is like life like you're about to be with me forever you lean them on but you lean them on hardcore like they believe in love and futures and all kind of stuff (laughs) and then you just like Deuces. Just gone. So y'all ghosted before. Go- I mean, I, I'm not saying I did a lot. I've ghosted, though. <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm, I'm new to the single life in the last probably six months, so I had so an incident. you've been ghosting chicks already? I had to go. I, it was just a, it was a ghost. You know, I'm not saying. <laughs> you said chicks. <laughs> You know, roll. You know, I'm so, just, so more than one? No, no, no I'm just, just I'm one. Just, just, yeah, you just ghosted just, one? Yeah, just a couple. Yeah. It was a necessary ghost. <laughs> you seem like you would also be a moster, though. Like, because you would damn. be like, oh, girl. Like, because you know, you're super nice. Like, you're not like. No, because you like seem like you would be like a nice guy on a date and like thinking it's like nice and yeah. making and then feeling bad if it's not somebody right. you're into. You're, so you I would mean, like overcompensate. I would do that. You're right. And then you made her I haven't done that. And you made her believe she was in love. What about you? But you ghosted. Yeah, I know she ghosted. I like to. I'm, I'm I feeling feel like, you. Know, this might be a little bit sexist, but I think that girls get a pass a little bit more with the ghosting, just because like we can get Why? in How more so? difficult situations. Because men, like sometimes when you say no, like they get more aggressive. 
and like more trying to talk females to you. Females do the same thing. I, I mean, I guess. Talk to them. I guess. I guess. Nobody gets a pass. Yeah. Uh, nobody. Real quick, everybody. Hello, Anthony in the booth. I just wanted to uh, just to point out, uh, Daryl, you said it was a necessary ghosting. Oh. It was a necessary Look at ghosting. Up the little word. Why are you trying to bring it he back to me, Anthony? Because that intrigued me the most. That's so, an like, adjective. I'm just it saying it was this particular necessary. situation was a necessary ghosting. Why was it necessary? I just realized that they were a little bit crazier than I thought they were. So I was wow. like, so instead, of, cool. instead of so going through the process, I just decided to go ahead and be like, you know what? I'm, it's, so it's, it's, it's okay just, if they seem like they're crazy. Yes, they had the crazy. Yeah, yeah. This situation, I'm going to say yes. Okay, yeah. but y'all would say that the mosting is doing the most. Like, you shouldn't most. Somebody, you shouldn't. Ever. I, I mean, is unless it ever it's a like situation? his situation where they're crazy. People have reasons. Then you can most <laughs> to most. Do they have good reasons to most? It's very good reasons. What would be a good reason to I'm most? I'm not going to explain that. <laughs> I, see, I was like, <laughs> I want to know. See, maybe I want to I mean, I'm going to just bring it up because there's a dating and confidence coach who works primarily with men who said that mosting does, it's like, it is legit a thing and mm. it does seem to happen primarily from men and it is often in a situation where it's easy to use flattery to get a woman in the bedroom so sure. they're using it to shame do it them. it is shameful that yeah. oh it's shameful but I always say that women do it too, though. I mean, they you, when they're gonna for sure. They're gonna compliment your man. Compliment, but you're not like I want to yeah. be with you forever, and I think you're the best. Like to get in bed with him. But no. some women yeah, compliment a guy just to get in bed. Yeah. 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 Let me say this. Isn't that, what's the difference between that and a gold digger? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because they like a gold digger can use certain words mm-hmm. to try and get the dude and get the right, get right, the cash, right. yep. get the man, and then they got an intention, and then all of a sudden they they dip when they get when they get what they want. He says he says something. He definitely says something. I'm gonna say that you are just doing. The most right now. We're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. Okay. All right. We're gonna move on. Okay. All right. So, Anthony, I had your answer. Because that's all. I mean, you try. You turn into conversations about other stuff. I see you. Are you using the negative? You're rubbing your core. What's going on? You talk about other stuff. Okay. All right. You're changing up the conversation. All right. But we're gonna continue on talking about dating a little differently because somebody else was in the news this week talking about relationships and love and whatnot. So basically what went down is uh, Neo put out a post on his Instagram and he said, quote, we gotta make being faithful to one woman cool again, like 90s R&B songs. That kind of love needs to come back because this grown boy stuff is corny. So I mean, you know, most most people agree, right? Like, I, that's... I, sure. Well, most yeah. people. I don't know. You look like you don't really no, agree. No, no, no. Right? no, no, no. Hold on. 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 So most people do agree with the statement itself, but it seems like the you know Twitterverse and the Instagrammers had some issues because it came from Neo. And so the Twitter trolls sort of attacked his page hardcore, oh, and they started coming for him with quotes like, I know Neo, of all people, is not preaching this good man season. Uh, drop your album and go sit down. Oh, um, so the, the comments continued like that. And for those of y'all that don't know, it's because people was kind of looking at Neo's side eye because Neo had a relationship with a woman for a very long time by the name mm. of Moneta Shaw. They had two children together. Word on the street is <laughs> that, you know, he met this other chick who he's now married <laughs> to and had street. two more babies with. 
But like he didn't really break up with Monetta like the way that a grown man would break up with her. He just kind of told her over Instagram or she found out over Instagram. So I don't know if he she saw a picture of him with another woman or what. But then on top of that, everybody was real upset for Monetta because she had her tubes tied because they had agreed as a couple that they didn't want any more children. But then he stepped out and <laughs> married this other chick and done had two more babies and everybody looking at him like, bro, how are you talking about anything? Oh. So that's really why people kind of came for him on the net. But then y'all Neil got in his feelings. Oh, he was like really, really upset that like people won't let this go. And he like went online and he was like, all right, so I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to really break it down for you guys and let you know what the real deal is because apparently everybody got to tell all their business even though don't nobody care. So he said, you know, I can't even like, this what I'm going to do right here. So I'm going to show y'all my phone. This is what Neo did. He took to his Instagram and he posted all this to tell y'all why y'all need to stop talking about what he going through. <laughs> so that was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pages worth of um, pictures of comments. And he said things like, I'll read a couple. He said, I love how as soon as I post something about being a good man or the evolution of somebody wants to bring up what they think they know about my past relationship. I never claimed to be a perfect man. That ain't real. But I've also never forced a woman to do anything ever in my life. He kept going, y'all. He said, I need anybody who's still where, who they were seven years ago to step forward and then have several seats. He said, I'm a new man. He said, he a caterpillar, y'all. He said, if your logic Jeez. is real, then babies don't grow up. Caterpillars don't become butterflies and nothing ever changes. This he was real in his feelings and he finally calmed down and he was just like y'all can't hold me to the same stuff that happened years ago I'm a new person now peace out and he finally put the phone down he probably should have put the phone down like six screens ago but yeah wow so um man we, we, we running back like 90s R&B but you see how he said you gotta get back to it he did yeah. people had to allow people the opportunity to grow up from from things that they've gone through like we have to get past that at some point so true. I definitely fair. agree that's fair and I, I respect his opinion on that because it is true like we, we do need to get yeah. back to loving one woman instead of just praise the Lord and, and Lord right. I we, agree we contradict ourselves a lot but it, it happens I mean, I agree with both. I, I agree with you. Uh, my only thing is with Neo is that but. at first, no, 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 no. See, because I'd already been put in the category in this show. He said, I no, agree no, with no. Neo, but. No, no, no. but what I was going to say is, no, but, I, 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 I did, when he first made the statement, I was like, many other people and you thought bruh be quiet like why are mm-hmm. you criticizing I think if he has started off the conversation saying like listen I have made many mistakes in my life but now I've realized uh, I as, as I become yeah. a grown man I've saying. learned from my mistakes so I'm not trying to preach to y'all but as a man you should respect a woman yeah, yeah. if he difference. came in that versus the way he said I'm tired of guys being grown yeah. boys or, no. or he literally just put out the statement saying like we need to get back to loving one woman like 90s R&B yeah. so like it's one of those like he just posted a quote yeah. With no he, sort he of, he probably was listening to some R and B, you know, and just crew. was in the mood, yeah, and the he mood. didn't he put it in any kind of context because yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. he was just feeling. Yeah. That but then moment. he did say something about the grown. He didn't want. Well, to yeah, that was grown. later when he was upset because people got mad at him. Right when he did his seven page, but that's where he should have said, "Listen, what I what I meant was this." Or he just should say, like straight up, you know what? I was a piece of shit, and yeah, I made this decision with my girl at the time, but I grew past that, (laughs) and I'm somebody else now, and I'm trying to be better, and I hope y'all do the same. Like, cause stop 
the thing that gets on my nerves about that whole situation, even though I don't really care, but if I was going to care. <laughs> your little ad, you know, your little ad ends. You got to get your little ad plug, that little jab in there. I'll, I'll just say this little piece, because he gets really upset when people are like, the whole thing about her tying the tubes and having the babies, because sure. he went on to have other children with this other person, and he's very like, I didn't force anybody to do anything. It's just like, dude, just step up. Like, you knew y'all made a decision as a couple. Like, she didn't just say, like, yo... I'm going to just cut my tubes off because I don't want any more kids, period. Y'all decided together, let's do this. And then the relationship didn't work out. And if you would just, like, sort of own that instead of being like, she's a grown woman, she makes her own decisions. We all know you make decisions like that as a couple a lot of times. So, mm-hmm. and I think people would be not on his butt about it as Did much. he put it on Instagram for real? Yeah, or he puts all his junk. He, well, you talking about the <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Not, <laughs> Wait, yeah, she pulled it up You mean the seven-page letter? When he broke, like, when he ended it, what, her? Well, well, I, I looked because I don't remember when it happened because I didn't care at that time. But but they were the the comment uh, the article on the uh, post or whatever was saying that it was posted on Instagram. I guess that she yeah, found I mean, out. So I don't know if yeah. it was a post of a picture with him and another, another chick okay. or if it was just like we are over. Like I have no idea. I would assume she, he probably she just probably saw him with another girl and was like, yeah. oh, I guess it's over. And sure, they were having problems, and maybe his current wife had nothing to do with those problems because sometimes that's the case. But. The optics. You have to be real about what the optics look like. Right. Even if that's not what really happened. That. That's like, true. We live that. in an image universe, obviously. Yeah. He yeah. writes seven-page letters on Instagram. Yeah. Just put in your music, bro. That's what I say. Put in mm. your music. Put it in the next yeah. album. And I agree. You guys should. Or write it for somebody else. Everybody should get back to loving one woman. So you agree with him, though? No, I mean, I agree. I, would, I, I don't purport to want to be with a man that wants to love multiple women, because I can't be one of the hoes. Like, I just can't. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm not trying to be on that kind of team. So. I feel you. Everybody to each his own. So yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so, we'll see what Neo, Neo brings out. Good luck, Neo. Somebody who probably was listening to his music though is Prince Harry, because oh, um, Harry. you know Mr. Harry we know is marrying uh, Meghan, Meghan Markle. Markle, who you went to school with. As I well, did. Right? Well, you went to school back in the day. College with Mar- no. Oh, sorry. We got people in the studio, y'all, and I'm talking to them. I'm talking to them like they got a microphone. But what? We have to talk about that afterwards. But yeah, yeah. I was okay, so you went to school. Northwestern. She Northwestern. went to Northwestern. And as we know, they are engaged to be married. Yes. So the the conversation of the prenup has recently come up, and mm. Prince Harry has refused to get a prenup signed. Uh, he's estimated worth about fifty four million dollars. Ooh, that's more she's, than I thought. She's worth about four enough. to five million, they say, around okay. that range. Um, and he says he wants to follow in the footsteps of his brother, Prince William, who obviously married Kate Middleton and yes. did not have a prenup as well. And they said that uh, when they interviewed one of Prince Harry's closest friends, and he said that Prince Harry said that he's determined to that the marriage will last. So he does not want a prenup. That's so beautiful. <sighs> Mm-hmm. All I know is <laughs> so beautiful. Mary, Megan must have some gold or something. Like <laughs> she must be putting it down in hey. the bedroom because wow. fifty-four is million. That what it has to be about? Fifty-four it can't million. Just be about integrity and love I, and a belief no, in marriage. No, not when I built fifty-four million dollars. I'm gonna love you. Man and you and wife. No, we're gonna no, we're gonna get a prenup. Fifty-four wow. million. Yes, we are. If I'm worth fifty-four million dollars, really? I am really? not afraid 100%. to say we will be. Prenupping this all the way so to the courthouse. So we got one close eye. What about you, Wavy? I agree wholeheartedly. You, you would prenup yeah, it. Yeah. Prenups. I mean, really? I'm still gonna love you the same way. I'm gonna really? love you more, actually. <laughs> I might give you more. You sign the paper. Really? I'm gonna love you more. Yo, See what this highlighted line is? Sign right bro. there. I'm gonna love you even more. <laughs> Boo. So interesting. A, like yeah. none of y'all yeah. really think that the marriage come before the money. Uh, I didn't. I, 
if the marriage came before the money, that's a different. No, I'm, no, yeah, I'm saying putting the marriage before the money. Because if you're this, getting married, this right? This isn't this isn't putting marriage or money before marriage. It, it is because you're assuming being protected. You're, 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 yeah, you're protecting your money yes, from your I marriage. I earned myself. We I earned myself first. But, but if you're getting married, and this is family you money too. That you are no longer wanting to be yourself. So you take your money, and I'm gonna take my yeah, money. Exactly. But you've decided you want to be together as one. After this, we uh, let, let me keep. Money. I'm gonna keep about 54 yeah, million yeah. right here our with this piece of paper right here. Right. This is we're getting married. You sign this, and then here is our. We could do a joint bank account. We can figure out what what, yeah. what amount of money no, I'm gonna put in each month. But I'm keeping this 54 million because. So, your, your lifestyle is about to change as well. What, ha- what happens if yo in your fifty-four million life, right? You're doing so great. You get married. You worth fifty-four. She's worth two. Suddenly, through you know, I don't know, maybe your stocks go down or something, and suddenly you're only worth twenty million, and then suddenly she's worth one hundred and fifty million. So y'all decide to get a divorce. You're totally fine. Like you'll just take your twenty million and go about your business. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Prince William, so but his money's not going nowhere. So that's a bad. Yeah, yeah, millions you, go places you, all the time. That that hey. that royalty money is not going no, nowhere. Hey, they they okay. got they his, got his they daddy, got stuff in vaults. His there. daddy got on some struggle bus after he got rid of Diana. I mean, he got a little bit of struggle bus, but so he still didn't loop. That I money mean, ain't just sitting there forever with no chance of it going somewhere. It could change. I would even be willing to, after a certain amount of years of marriage, like some people do, you 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 know. So the ten years she done earned her ten. You million, you get to you, you financially kind of negotiate yeah. your your. What's the year mark though? Like how long you got to be together before you deserve? Stick it out I'm about say, twenty. I'm a, twenty years. Let she me make sure you in there for twenty. Well, twenty. Like you think she at that point y'all even like is half and half, or is it still like nah? But you get you can get like twenty percent. It's not half and half no. though. Okay. I'm gonna give seven. This is why, because the seven year itch in a relationship is is pretty s- typical. Okay. So after seven years, you kind of know where you're at a little bit. You know, that's where a lot of people start to break up between that five and seven years. So I would say I give it about seven. Seven for a payout or seven that you <laughs> leave? Oh, wow, we got aggressive. <laughs> so you got no, aggressive. I mean, I, I mean a payout. We, we a payout now? I thought, <laughs> I thought we were just negotiating the contract. What I'm saying is Yo, you say after seven years, like crazy. suddenly, is that like, okay, I can get, you earn some equity. You got like 30% at this point. Yeah, we can, we can negotiate that. Is there yeah. ever a point where it's equal? In, no. in terms of how long you've been together. Like, if you've been together 50 years, are you still not equal in terms of if y'all decide to get a divorce? Because people do. Like, they get the like kids go could. away and then they get a divorce, like, after 35 years of marriage. I feel like it should be what you bring to yeah, the table. That's... Like, what you built prior to meeting me, that's yours. Yeah. And what I built prior to meeting you is yeah. mine. But if, yeah. we built, if, we built, if we built 25 million together then in we, that time, yeah. absolutely. But, Partners. Half, but what if half. that 25 yeah. million got built based on things that you were doing separately and she was doing separately? Separately, so is it just Wait. the money that? So like, suddenly your fifty-four million is now sixty million, but her two million is now seventy-five why million. Is, so do uh, you split? See why? That's why a prenup we don't both make got no millions. Sense. So we good. Yeah, we good. So as yeah. long as y'all okay. Yeah, What's your thoughts on it? I'm yeah, just curious. Like, would like, you not yeah. marry a guy <laughs> if he was rich? And, and I, I not have a problem. I think well, and I think everybody believes marriage is what they believe it is, and I actually believe that you are committing your life to somebody in my fullest expectation. And if I can't trust you with my money, then I should not be marrying you. But so people and I change. No, no, but see, that's the people point. People get mad. <laughs> you do stuff. There's been people who get married who loved each other like no yeah. other, and then they're bitter. Their it's divorces not just become about better. Love, though. That's and the then point. that money is but the see, biggest that's the factor. Point. For me, marriage is not just about love. You're choosing to live together and to live a life together. And living a life together means money, means health. Because the same thing that if suddenly you become paralyzed and 
we can't have sex anymore. Does that mean we should get a divorce? If you feel like leaving, be gone. Well, I mean, you're going to be gone because I agree with whatever. I mean, I think that's such conscious choice. Exactly. It's everybody's choice. And all I'm saying is that's not what I believe marriage is. From the bottom of my heart, straight up. If something happened to me and I lost, was a paraplegic, heaven forbid, and I was married, I would not, I would actually want that person to be happy. I wouldn't want them to only. But you want them to step out on you and be, you know, satisfied or you want them to leave you? I mean, I probably wouldn't want them to necessarily leave me, but I would maybe be able to understand, I I'm guess. Not, no, I mean, I don't know. Yep. I'm what not you, allowing them to do that. You're not allowing them to leave you? No, like, you can't. You say leave a, a what? Well, I'm asking, like, if you became a paraplegic, like, it happened to Christopher Reeve. Yeah. He so fell for her. He was apparently, but physically, he can't do anything for yeah. her anymore. Yeah. No, should she, she divorce him? She can leave, totally. You think she should just she, leave? She gotta go. She gotta go. See? And see, if she leave, that she didn't deserve my millions anyway. I, I so. Well, we're not talking about money right now. We're talking about taking care of somebody because things happen in life. Like, crappy things happen to people all the time. It's not just financial. So I'm just, that's why it's an interesting conversation to me. It's tough. Yeah, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know. I I, I kind of have to disagree because I think uh, love is being able to transcend just the physicality or the money aspects of it all. Mm. Okay. I Anthony. think I found a wife for you, Anthony. From the <laughs> Her name is Courtney Stewart, and she's sitting on this damn panel right now. <laughs> <laughs> he said love transcends. He said he got, he got Neo that. on us. He said love Anthony transcends. Anthony in the booth. He said it transcends all right. things. All right, you know Anthony saying? Neo in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I don't know. It's tough. I, if we're going to talk about just what we're talking about, I still say I need a prenup. So yeah. good luck, Prince Harry. I hope it works out for you. <laughs> wow, All right. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. All right, we're going to move on to our last story today. Uh, this is something that has been in the news all week. Uh, I'm sure you guys have been hearing about this, the Austin bombing suspect that we yeah. all have been in fear of because he uh, – he, was responsible for six bombs. Uh, his name is Mark Anthony Condit. Uh, he w- was five of which he he injured, f- uh, five of which exploded. Um, so the bombs yeah, like exploded out of the six. He killed two people and injured a, a, at least five. They're saying. Yeah. Um, you know the news was reporting it as it was this a terrorist act? Was this a racial crime? Because uh, several of the people killed were African-American. Yeah. And so um, he was caught on surveillance camera this week, and once the police kind of honed in on him, he blew himself up. So they, uh, there's two kind of things that are running around, because some some police officers are worried still about the fact that they think that there may be bombs still somewhere else that mm-hmm. could be exploding at some other time. Um, he, did, he did leave a 25-minute confession, but he did not really wow. answer on what his reasonings were or was this a terrorist act or, yeah. or why he actually was doing this. So we're still kind of left clueless with, from from Mark, um, the bomber. 23 years old. Um, and uh, what we also found out is that the police chief... The bomber was 23? 23 yeah. years old. And what we're also finding out is that the police chief um, in Austin is getting a lot of slack because he called... Uh, called him the bomber challenged versus a terrorist. So people are really having a hard time with this because they're saying he's a challenged man. But if he would, they were saying if he was a African American or Latino, he would be a terrorist or he would be a you know a vicious killer. Or there there would be different adjectives that were used for him versus what was used for him. I'm not surprised. He was also a. a uh, white Christian yeah, that yes. was homeschooled. That's yes. what they said? Yeah, yeah. yeah and their parents, Damn. his parents were electrical engineers. Yeah. yeah. 
So most of the media coverage is literally like he's a troubled, he's a young troubled man. young man. Yeah, you know, comes going, from a religious background, Christian yeah. family. Yeah. He was a good family that yeah. you know they can't figure out what happened. So the unfortunate thing is the fact of when when these things happen is that we don't get the answers. You know, Ever. I mean, even though he did this twenty five minute confession that he <clears> did it, he didn't say this is why specifically I did it. So that's the unfortunate thing because I feel like it doesn't give the families of the victims any kind of. Peace, peace with yeah. it. You know what I mean? Closure. Yeah. So, but I'm glad that, I mean, unfortunately, you know, I'm glad that he got caught and did what, did what he did. Yeah. You know, because now at least, you know, I think there was like a young teenage black kid who got killed. Yeah, there was like the a 17 year old boy. 17 year old boy that was, boy that was killed. And in he the was backyard, sitting on right? their front steps. Sitting on like, the front steps. Oh. Yeah, so and I was thinking, like, how scary package, that is. Yeah. I mean, you could just go pick up a package and just. Thinking you had a delivery yeah. and explode. Wow, Exploding. Man. So, that's. You know, our condolences go to all the victims' families, and uh, you know, but I'm glad that it ended in this way and to a, to an extent. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we're going to talk about some more positive things. That ends our stories for the day. We're going to talk about unsolved on USA oh, no. with Mark and Wavy in the house. So, yeah. I mean, so many questions <laughs> to talk about with you guys. Let's start off with how did it feel to play these legendary hip hop stars that still to this day, you know, we don't have a resolution on a lot of things that happened with them. How did how did it feel to play them? It felt crazy, uh, honestly. It just felt surreal, you know, to step in shoes, you know, like Tupac Shakur or Christopher Wallace. It's like because they because of what they stood for, you know, what they represented, and it's like these these are two people who meant so much to us, you know, for yeah. for so for many sure. different reasons. The culture, the hip hop community, you know. Um, so it's crazy. It's a blessing. Yeah, I definitely agree. Just being able to <clears throat> be an instrument in telling the story of what happened to them. More so than just like broadcasting like the whole West Coast, East Coast beef. Like we actually right. get a chance to yeah. show the friendship between them two. We get the chance to show them behind the music that people don't really know about. They just know the whole East Coast, West Coast thing. So now we get a chance to show 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 them in layers. You know? Right, yeah. right, show a different right. Side of them. What did you sort of learn, or what surprised yeah. you when you were working either on the script or in your research to put together your uh, roles? Did you kind of that surprised you about each individual person that you were playing? Um, Biggie really he he was he, he was just like to see the relationship that he had with his mother. Yeah, was really like triggering to me because it was like wow I got the same relationship, but through the music he didn't really speak of that. Mm-hmm kind relationship that he had with his mother like so just to be able to see that and and to see how he really felt about Tupac outside of what we know is like okay wow this is this is deeper than rap like he really he looked at him like this was his brother and and everything just really went downhill For, for me it's the same thing you know Pac's relationship with his mom stems so deep uh, you know he's so strong because of who she was you yeah, know Black really. Panther and just his upbringing and I just got a chance to really just see who he was and how strong he was at such a young uh, young age and for me I'm 25 and he died at 25 yeah. so yeah. It, it registers real real close to me yeah. you know and to see just from just scenarios in his life, like Quad Studio, you know, he he was shot, and then he went to the hospital hospital right after that. The next day, checked himself out the hospital to go to court. You know, yeah. bandit. It's just so much, and this is a young cat. So I learned just everything, man. Just just him, all of him in layers, like you said. What was one of your favorite scenes for both of you to, <laughs> to actually film that you just like the one of the most memorable moments on set? I think for sure it, it'll be uh, episode one. Uh, the first episode, the pilot, where we got a chance to uh, freestyle with each other. 
Pac and Big yeah. got a chance to freestyle with each other, and I think that was important. Uh, such an important scene in the dope scene because, again, you don't see that. You know, over the years, a lot of times they just pushed that East Coast, West Coast stuff. So to really see the brotherhood and the humanity between these two, yeah. it, it you know, it, it felt surreal, and the feedback has been amazing on it. So yeah. You guys are killing it. Thank you, brother. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm really enjoying the show. And I don't say that for a lot of shows, so. Uh-oh. Thank you. <laughs> We're <Great>. lucky. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, you're just doing a great job. <laughs> You can just have me guess the on the show. I'm a fan of Biggie and Tupac. <laughs> but what were y'all rap skills like before yeah, y'all took these points? Mine was trash. <laughs> Mine was trash. I'm keeping it real. I was already um, an artist before, so just coming into it, it was like, this is Biggie, so it was a little bit more, yeah. it was more just a difference in, in the things that we represented what we talked about so he like, being humble he was fire even before I could, you know what yeah, yeah, I, I can tell like, okay. I could cool. tell the way cool. he's even saying I'm cool. like no this he lying I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like you got skills he's being humble he's he lying he killing oh my god <laughs> <laughs> well since you were trashing before mm-hmm. where you feel like you at now have you moved up on the scale oh. a little bit uh, a little bit. I mean, we 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 eased our way a little on up there. Yeah, we got I'm, up there. I'm trying to get him on his record, but he's yeah. not watching. Yeah. Like, he won't do it. I'm trying. <laughs> he's not <laughs> doing it. I'm getting tweets like, "Yo, oh my gosh, we need another album." <laughs> I'm like, "You tagged the wrong one, bro. I'm not. I'm just an actor, my G. I'm sorry." You know. I love that. <laughs> What's your favorite Biggie and Tupac tracks, both of you? Ooh. You want to go first? Yeah. Um. Juicy for Biggie because he spoke about that dream of just yeah. wanting to chase your dream of being able to provide for your family and friends. And mm-hmm. and I would say Thug's Mansion for Pac because he mm. spoke about That's um, a good one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying just not dressing up and being Hollywood but re- really being who you are. Man. Yeah. I mean, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, for me, I would agree. I would say Juicy for Biggie. Excuse me. I'm from Brooklyn, so when I hear Juicy, it just does something. Yeah. It's like a, you know what I'm saying? Like, ah, <laughs> uh, from the beginning, when he's talking about just. Uh, getting some money to feed his daughter, his daughter and, you know, yeah, the, yeah, this, yeah. it's the whole the whole vibe. Yeah, it's the energy. Um, you know, for Pac, mine should be keep your head up. You yeah. know, for that that yes. record. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It for for the whites, for the blacks, for the yeah. young, the old, the kid. Yeah. It just didn't matter. That that song spoke to everyone and spoke for everyone. So yeah. to this day, I'm curious. What's your what's your? Favorite it's actually video? those two. Oh, it's really? Keep your head up. Oh, and cheers, cheers. Okay. So what's yours? What's yours? Biggie warning. Warnings mm. like every time I see you, every time I hear it, who the fuck would be What the cold from my eyes? Uh-oh. Who's this for me? And then I wonder if Heaven's Got a Ghetto by Tupac. I like both of those too. That's my that's my that's my jam. Now let me ask you guys this also. You know, we've obviously seen several different projects coming out talking about Tupac and Biggie. We obviously had the Tupac movie this year, um, and we had the Biggie movie several years back. Did you guys feel like some type of pressure to come in and play that those characters again? You know, and 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 feel like you know, oh, we want to we want to really get it right. You know, I think a thousand percent because you know we can't blame nobody for that. That's it's it's been done so many times, and it's it's you know. 
uh, people had seen so many movies and documentaries, but for us, it's so different because ours isn't like that. You know, ours is a series that just focuses on the murders. Yeah. You know, the murder, the, the investigations, what went on behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Um, but the pressure, for sure, was just there throughout filming because, again, who uh, Pac and Big were. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But having directors like uh, our director, like Anthony Hemingway, who yeah. was just so phenomenal Absolutely. and just helping us, you know, ease ease that off and and block everything out. I couldn't agree yeah. more with him. <laughs> just it was more so because of who they were, not really because it was other things done on it. It was like what they meant to us meant something. That's why we mm-hmm. just went out there and gave it our all to represent their legacy and to honor them in the best way possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think, uh, fans? I know you can't reveal too much, but what can fans kind of expect from the remainder the of the, the series? Season? Um, it's getting real right now. It's getting real. <laughs> it's getting real. I was one episode real. behind, and it was real on that one. I was like, man, oh, man. It's getting real. Like, man. It gets yeah. real. Um, what could we say? In the last few episodes that aired, you people got a chance to see Big warn Pac. Yeah. You know, he, he warned him a few times about the company he was keeping. And in the few episodes to come next week, you really get to see how it really falls down like yeah. in, in the worst way possible yeah, we y'all gotta see this fourth episode before we can really talk about that that fifth oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I just trickled down from mm-hmm. from that fourth it's, it's already foreshadowing what's about to happen in five yeah. see I'm Everything's, excited now yeah. see you're it's excited crazy. but like then it's always like watching you like you know how it ends like, yeah. you know, right. I mean, and it's so yeah. hard to just sit and be like dang if so they had just hard. or if he had just not right. done like ah but can, I, can I ask y'all something sure. well from, from watching the episodes y'all have watched have y'all uh, learn new things or are you seeing Absolutely. things that you guys haven't I, seen before I, honestly the fun thing is I was about to say is that uh, you know I really feel like it just gives such a different perspective and I love the, the way they kind of oh. cut it in half where mm-hmm. you're seeing a part of Biggie's story you're seeing a part of Tupac's story and all the layers yeah, that yeah, are too. coming around that oh, yeah. and that's what I think makes this it sets this aside from all the other no distant any other right, projects right. they all been great all. but this just gives such a dynamic perspective on it that I think people really like, I, I feel like I'm about to get a, a real answer mm-hmm. by the time this series so is over, over. Mm-hmm. that's Great. what I feel like yeah. and I haven't felt like that in other uh, yeah. movies or, or productions of yeah. it before oh, I just appreciate so. that it's the, the relationship is mm-hmm. shown in exactly. way more layers than we've ever seen before because yeah. even as, I mean even as fans and whatnot, mm-hmm. like we knew that there was some kind of relationship right. but like we, we didn't know like know the what. levels yeah. and like what really because you only got the gossip version of it yeah. and that kind of thing yeah. so it's just nice to it's nice but it's also that much more bittersweet almost heartbreaking right. because yeah. right. things could have been so different. so different and then just yeah. to hear you even say like the whole thing because like, you forget he was 25 right yeah young. like yeah. that is so young and yeah. they seem so much older obviously yeah. to me and us at the time because we were kids and right. looking at them but <laughs> they were children like they were not they were children kids. but they, they, were, they were young young guys yeah and it's just ugh, ugh. Like, love it but it's painful like it's difficult to digest I, after we got the script just reading because they died you know when we were kids like yeah. i mean three four years old for me but just reading getting the script and then reading it I had to do so much research after that because yeah. I'm like this could not have really happened yeah. yeah like no it didn't you know this is this and and doing the research is like wow but it did like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it was it was just really really deep so I've never seen it uh, written or or from that side from mm-hmm. this standpoint before too. where do you think that Biggie and Tupac would be today if they were still alive uh, or what would they be doing you think dang I think I think Pac would have his hands just a little bit about everything, yeah. honestly, from just like 
Damn, acting to some of politics for sure. Tupac I mean, would have been a president. Music. <laughs> right, yeah, right. He, he might have been, been president. Yeah, Adam and the Big would have been at the top of the, uh, of the like the like he would have been sitting next to Jay Z on that type of right. thing. And he was Big branching out to do his own label at the time. Yeah. And he was about to be a movie star because I think yeah. he was about to shoot a movie yeah. before yeah. he died. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, Aww. man. Well, I mean, we're glad you guys are here and doing your thing you with the story. Us. What are you working on? Any other projects outside of this? Uh, outside of the show? Um, not right now. That man, you can I'm, announce. I no. know sometimes you can't <laughs> announce. <laughs> not right now. I don't want to jinx anything. Yeah, man, but I am working on an album right now. Oh, yeah. dope. Yeah. A hip hop album. A hip hop album. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Unless you go and bust some R and B out that we don't know about. Where you at? Where you at? Mess around and be Drake singing his, you know, his chords Never know. Never and rapping. Know. You heard it first on BHL. We better get a free album. <laughs> All right, where can fans find you guys? Uh, follow me, social media, Mark Rose, M A R C C R O S E. You can find me on all platforms at I am Wavy Jones. That's I A M W A V Y Y J O N E Z. Courtney. You can find me everywhere. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? I'm just laughing. You're just funny. Uh, you're just funny to me all the time. <laughs> I'm all over the whatever verse at Stuart Starlet. You can find me at Daryl Christian on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, and uh, congratulations, brothers, because you're doing yes, your thing. You're doing a beautiful I'm looking job. forward to Thank seeing you so where much, your, your so next much. layers of, of life go with your career. And uh, come back to BHL anytime. anytime. For sure. And I'll be watching, yeah. that, I'll be watching yeah. that episode four, thinking about what you just said. <laughs> Watch that. Check them out. Check them out on USA Untold, The Murder of Biggie and Tupac. Excellent show. If you are not hip to it, you got to watch these guys. Have a great weekend. Peace. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Sipio, Instagram at KingXO Bay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.